Welcome to Near-Death Experience Podcast, the official source of audio accounts for the Near-Death Experience Research Foundation. I'm Chaz Hathaway, author of Life in the Spirit World, What Near-Death Experiences May Teach About Life on the Other Side. Today we're going to share the experience of Monty from Enderf.org. Monty says, Hello, this is something that I thought was a dream. In the summer of 1974, around 11 p.m., I fell asleep at the wheel of a car. I slammed into the rear end of a tractor trailer that was parked alongside of a highway. It jammed the 1967 Ford Mustang I was driving between the rear axles and the bottom of the trailer. When I woke up, I was in a room on a stretcher with a hospital employee dressed in white who was taking off my clothes. I asked, what's going on? He said, I have to go get a doctor. Don't move. I laid there until the doctor came in and wheeled me into another room that appeared to be an emergency room. They started checking me out. While I was there, while I was in there, a state trooper said, do you realize what happened to you? I said, no, but I had a dream that I was standing next to my car, trying to look into it while most of it was jammed under this tractor trailer rig. I couldn't really see much more than the back of the driver's bucket seat and figured I had dreamed that someone had stolen my car and was in a bad accident. I figured as bad as the car was wrecked, the driver had to have been killed. The trooper about turned white and said, that was no dream you had. You described it. What you described is exactly what happened. Then he showed me some pictures they took of the scene, of exactly what I had seen in my dream. He said, If I thought there was a chance of you being alive or showing any signs of life, I would have told the rescue crews to hurry it up. It took two and a half hours to get the car out from between the axles and the bottom of the trailer, and you got out of the car and, and and get you out of the car. The paramedics said, forget it, he's gone. They loaded me up and brought me to the hospital where I later woke up. It took me years to realize that it had been, that it had to be me in the car. I was trying to look into, that I was trying to look into. I might have possibly been pretty near dead. I suffered a broken arm, wrist, nose, jaw, and internal injuries, and urinated blood for the next few days afterward. It took a few months before I felt like myself again. Thirty years ago, I have I never heard of NDEs, nor was it something you heard about. I thought it was really just a dream. When I think back on the experience, I still don't know for sure if I was dead. I do not believe in life after death, either. To me, dead is dead. And then there's a a little gap and then an addition and I don't know if this is what was added uh, later or if this was added later or what but I was looking around for the article and found it it was it is an it is old and worn but the picture of the car is clear it has the state trooper standing next to the mangled car along with a bystander the article has my name age and address printed under the picture the rest of the right side of the article isn't readable. I was a little off, or I was off a little on the date of the accident. The article was printed in the in 
the June 4th, 1974 edition of the newspaper. I actually took the steering wheel off from the impact with my upper torso and face. I took the full impact of the center of the steering column dead center of my chest. I had seen that coming and tensed up. It probably would have killed me for sure. My father thinks being asleep, limp, and just flying into everything without being tensed up saved my life. I'm not sure if I'm still in the car or not in this picture. Probably not, since all I remember is standing by the driver's side rear rear window, trying to look in, but it was dark out and couldn't see inside well enough to see who it was. There wasn't anybody there but me at the time. After thinking about this a little more, I don't recall any sense of feeling, air temperature, or smell. I guess my dream or near-death experience was immediately after the accident. One thing I do remember is that there was steam from the hot from hot antifreeze and engine oil making it more difficult to see inside. I was standing there alone wondering what was going on. After that, there was nothing else to dream or remember until I woke up in the hospital. I don't remember being removed from the car or being loaded up for transport to the hospital. I guess the reason I thought it was a dream is because I woke up like I normally would, except I was being stripped of my clothes in an open-spaced hospital with no apparent medical equipment around me and and in a bit of pain. That is the end of Monty's experience. And while there doesn't seem to be a lot of, of depth to the experience itself, you know, he didn't see a bright light or go toward a tunnel, it does illustrate a point that uh, I thought worth making, and that is that more often than not, people get to see the scene of their death. Some even get to see the death itself as they leave the body right before the accident, which to many people would be, you know, strong evidence against the reality of the experience. But to me, it just illustrates that the spirit really is separate from the body. And often when the body or when the spirit knows that death is absolutely inevitable, it will often just leave. And that doesn't mean, you know, you have a scare like at Disneyland or, or you know, as you're going down a, a you know, a, a roller coaster or something that's, that gives you that frightened rush feeling of like, ah, I'm going to die, you know. It's, it's an actual genuine belief, a genuine uh, resignation to the fact of death. And that doesn't happen all that often. Most often, you know, the person... Boom, the body's dead, and then the spirit wakes up, you know, as if, as if it's been sleeping inside the body. Not, not that it has, because most people say that there isn't much of a break in consciousness, but more like, more like they were asleep throughout their life, and then, and then the coming out feels like a waking up, and, uh, and that the other side feels more real and awake than this side does. So, you know, that comparison to waking up, is one that uh, generally feels more awake than awake does. Now, you might say that there's an exception here, because this person thinks for you know years that this was a dream, and it's not till later that he 
realizes that he had a near-death experience. And it's interesting. He says, I still don't know for sure if I was dead. He says, I don't believe in life after death either. To me, dead is dead. Which is interesting, coming from somebody who had a near-death experience. Which illustrates another point that not everyone who has a near-death experience knows everything about it. It, They don't necessarily know what's going on, either in the moment or afterward. A lot of times it takes years for them to integrate. In fact, it almost always takes years to integrate the experience. The exception being those who have had near-death experiences before and have additional ones, you know, the later ones. They may help redirect their life a little bit, but they don't, it doesn't take them long to orient with the fact of the experience they had. And, of course, not having had a near-death experience, I can't say what a near-death experience is like, but as I hear from those who have, it sounds like it is absolutely a conscious, fully awake experience. Every bit as much as real life and more so. So, um, kind of interesting. If you would like to hear past episodes of the show, and if you haven't heard the first 12 episodes, I highly recommend that, especially if you're if this is your first uh, time hearing the podcast and you're like, what is this, you know, near-death experience stuff, you know. Those first 12 episodes really lay the groundwork for much of what is uh, is explained throughout the podcast and, and gives some context so that some of these experiences may not seem or sound as bizarre. Once you've heard those first 12 podcasts, you get a little bit of a foundation for what the most common and most relevant epi- uh, you know, uh, aspects of the near-death experience tend to be. So I recommend, if you haven't heard those first uh, 12 episodes, uh, to go back, or if you're recommending the podcast to someone else who's maybe not familiar with near-death experiences, that's a great place to start. Also, if you'd like to contact the podcast to share your own experience or to ask a question or just share a comment, you can do so by emailing Podcast at gmail.com or by calling 970-NDE-CAST. Also, if you would like to support the podcast, you can do so by either purchasing my book, Life in the Spirit World, or by going to patreon.com slash ndecast and becoming an ongoing monthly contributor. You'll also have access to additional episodes. Uh, There's one coming out each week um, that you'll have access to if you become a contributor of any amount. And just to all of you, just for being here, and just for listening, thank you, thank you so much.